Hello everyone and welcome to episode 1 of this new Operation Retroshock project called The Vintage Collection where I, your host Chris Vint, talk about some things that I've collected. But what kind of things are you talking about Chris? Well, let me explain. Um, yeah, I've been a fan of Nintendo for uh, ever since I can remember in the early 80s whenever I was a kid playing the original Super Mario Brothers on the Nintendo Entertainment System or NES for short, um, doing the likes of that um, getting the likes of say Super Mario 3, A Boy in His Blob, Mega Man for Christmas um, quite some amount of years ago say 1991 and um, lately after playing the likes of Mario Kart on the Nintendo Switch Super Smash Brothers I kind of wanted to revisit the Nintendo Entertainment System stuff and I know you obviously you can do that on the Nintendo Switch if you have the online membership but some of the titles that I like aren't available on that as yet um, but I like to have the proper um, cartridge and things so this is going to be probably once a month we will have an episode of this now Alan doesn't know about this as yet this only kind of came to be last night whenever I was sitting down so I thought oh well let's get the recording going and uh, hopefully this will be a part of the Operation Retroshock family um, so yeah um, Slightly after Christmas, I decided um, to purchase uh, a working, thankfully, working Nintendo Entertainment System for from a second-hand shop over here called CEX or Sex. Yeah, um, even their Wi-Fi is unprotected. Sex, I I kid you not. So um, that arrived. I was trying to find a composite lead because obviously the older ones have like an RF lead, which means that with the likes of that, you have to put it in your antenna. Luckily, it came with a SCART lead. Put in a game worked fine, the controller worked fine, a little bit grubby, had to take a baby wipe and clean it up a bit and it looks a lot better now. So luckily I did order games but I did have some games as well so we're going to go through that. So oh goodness me it must have been a good few years ago my good friend Mike Lacey sent me a boxed version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles probably one of the hardest games that there is for the NES um, especially if you've played this before you know what I'm talking about the dam level not as in that dam level but the level where it's a dam and you have to go in and you have to um, disarm the bombs that for some reason that just still to this day just baffles me on how complicated and annoying this level can be. I was playing, this was the first game I put into my Nintendo um, just to see how it worked. Of course had to blow in the cartridge. Now I believe it says on the back of it do not um, do not blow in the cartridge. And one of the older ones I think it's Super Nintendo or newer ones, Super Nintendo I think it says don't blow in the cartridge but we all know that's a myth. If you want to get it to work you have to put your um, you have to blow on it to get it to work so it works fine um, the box that Mike sent it in uh, is actually in like a protective case and everything um, has instructions and all like that it was always been one of my favorite games and still to this day is one of my favorite games so thank you Mike for that um, unfortunately whenever you play as Raph and Mikey their range is dreadful uh, Donatello is obviously the best one he has like the the boa staff um, so he can hit enemies at a um, a higher range rather than Raphael who just seems to spin his sigh in his hand which is quite annoying. Uh, another one that um, was sent to me by a very dear friend, a uh, box version of it is probably my favourite game on the NES um, which is Super Mario Bros 3. Um, I still have my um, diary from 1991 where my sister actually played this at a shopping centre before I did. Um, 
I was not too amused by that um, and uh, uh, still to this day I have not forgiven her um, so yeah a good few days later you know a few years later um, but yeah with this here obviously if you played this game the uh, first appearance of the raccoon um, Tanuki suit um, you have the um, letters from the princess whenever you complete the castle so you would have like a cloud to help you skip a level um, you have the p-wing which just lets you helps, helps you keep pressing b you skip basically the entire level you can't get hit by anything really and this is just a fun game um, again one that I've got on many system obviously this is available on the NES library on the Nintendo switch I have it on my 3ds and I have it here um, and it's still to this day just so much fun um, the first world obviously is the just where you start off the normal world then second world sand I think the third level is water and the fourth level of memory service is the giant land which I always cracked me up um, it always made me laugh the fact that you had like large size goombas and things like that so thank you very much for that Rory uh, the um, one of the ones that I wanted to get um, one that I picked up a while ago from CX this is where a lot of these games come from but this is one that's just stuck around uh, unfortunately the label for it needs a bit of attention it needs to be stuck down so I need to get like some glue and stick it down is Bart versus the Space Mutants um, a game where you're basically going around painting things so if you have a um, like a fire hydrant and it's red you have to spray paint it purple um, because apparently the aliens don't like that um, you could still go and make a phone call to Mo and do that um, so that's always quite funny um, whenever you're doing that but yeah there's a couple other games I remember playing uh, was it Bart's Nightmare on the SNES and it's one of the weirdest games I think I've ever played I remember whenever I rented that out of ExtraVision Blockbuster for you folks in the United States uh, I lost the instruction manual and I thought that I was going to get fined for that uh, but it turned out it was actually in the box so always look before you you leap um, my good friend Natalie for Christmas bought me Super Mario Brothers 2 which is boxed um, now it doesn't it doesn't have the instruction booklet with it it is boxed now the box has seen better days but whenever you've got a box from God wins is from 1989 so near enough 30-odd years um, yeah it's good to see uh, a bit of action you know so um, Super Mario 2 probably along with the lost levels on like the Super Nintendo um, the Mario All-Stars pack is probably the um, uncrowned kind of the un, not unwanted child but it's one that people forget about is because it's so different with you having to pick up things like um, the enemies and throw them at other things we have to pick up like the the weeds in the ground and then you might get uh, a potion for you to put somewhere that can then open up um, portals and things like that so this is probably the game out of the majority of the Mario games that I've played the least so I need to fix that and I need to go ahead and do more of that um, as you could probably find out um, with me doing this that a lot of the games that I'm talking about are games that I've played whenever I was a kid in one way shape or form so there's more that I'll get on to in a second um, but yeah Super Mario 2 the back of it says this time it's a fierce action-packed battle to free the land of Subcon from the curse of the evil wart it's up to you along with Mario Luigi Toad and the princess to fight your way through bizarre multi-level worlds and find him this time you've got a brand new kind of power plucking power 
and now anything you find can be a weapon but beware you've never seen creatures like these shy guys and tweeters ninja and bezos and you've never had an adventure like this only cunning and speed could save you now so obviously you had different i think toad was the strongest luigi could jump the fastest and the princess could obviously glide so um you, with different levels you may find that using a different character make it makes it easier to complete but yeah um that's one that i'll probably end up playing today so other ones that i picked up um is a wwf or sorry wwe wrestlemania with um hulk hogan ripping his shirt off um i don't remember a great deal about this game i do remember that a friend of mine stephen wilson um we used to play the steel cage match one on his nintendo and this one here i don't really remember it that much about but it was something like three pound and i thought you know what i want to try and collect as many as i can do you know i'm going to start with the most the more popular ones the ones that i remember playing and i do have a good few on my hit list that i want to get um but yeah i'm looking forward to playing that um the next one is one that actually came with the instruction manual which actually um surprised me um which is boulder dash um very much like if you've played Mr. Driller or Steamworld Dig or anything like that, this is kind of the the one that I first started playing where you kind of have to move your way around from the start of the level to the end of the level without boulders falling on you, you know, like so very much like in Indiana Jones, uh, wherever the boulder comes running after him, that can happen in this here, so you just have to be careful with that. Um, but yeah, it's just a really nice box art with um, him with the boulders behind him and then jewels in front of him. So I'm looking forward to giving that a whirl. The fact that it comes with an instruction booklet is a nice little... The story says, like, Stoneford, an old adventure, ill in bed, calls his son Rockford. Oh my god, to his side. My son, you must take up the quest I never competed. Find the secret jewels of the six worlds and you'll be rich beyond your wildest dreams. Six different magical worlds of... World of Adventure with you in Boulder Dash. Oh, fair enough. And it actually gives you instructions, even though the control pad moves Rockford up, down, left, or right. Who knew? And I don't think the B buttons are A buttons. Do you anything? Oh, you could dig mud or pick up a diamond next to you without moving in that direction. Okay, well, uh, a fun game nonetheless, and one that I'm looking forward to playing. Uh, next one is Star Wars. Um, obviously, huge star wars fan so that needed to get added the one thing i must say about these for being these being second hand the labels and the actual cartridges are in immaculate condition um the labels aren't discolored or frayed or anything like that they're really nice and vibrant and the labels are all still stuck on which is great um i haven't actually looked at the pins or anything because they're different they're quite hard to see but um Obviously, I just need to give them a test and make sure that they all work, but I'm sure they will do. So yeah, with Super, with Super, with Star Wars, um, I remember being in a lands, Peter, and having to go to different caves and things like that. Uh, that I don't remember a huge amount of this game, but I do remember from what I played, I did like it. Um, I think the early Star Wars games on the likes of the original Nintendo, Super Nintendo, GameCube, N64 were great fun, and then it kind of started to peter away with the likes of star wars battlefront 2 and you know it's nice to put in a game and you don't need to update it you don't need to install it you put in a game and away you go and that's another big key thing for me is that um they you know if they work great but uh yeah 
um, Star Wars is always a game that I enjoy going back to and I think this is the only one that came out I don't think there was Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi anything like that um, I don't even know this is from 19, 1991 so this was near the end of the NES's life cycle so that's good um, one that I the last one that I picked up was Oh, it's got a sticker on the back. Let's take that off right now. Was Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles 2. Yeah, Hero over in the UK. Um, the arcade game. So basically, if you played the arcade game, the one that you had basically four... You could play four players co-op, and you could play as any of the tur turtles. And you start off where it's almost like you're in a car door, and then there's a ball that comes down the stairs. Uh, that, that's that's basically this, but it's um, the... Um, it's the console port of that and again this is from 1991 by Konami um, I love playing the Turtles game I played it so much whenever I was a kid that I ended up getting blisters on my fingers so yeah this is one that my sister and I used to play again 1991 was probably whenever it was in the arcade and then they obviously they had to port it down obviously it was in the arcade a bit beforehand um, but yeah, I just enjoyed playing that game and look forward to seeing what the graphics are like on the Nintendo one because obviously the arcade one was very cartoony. I don't think it's going to look the same like that on the Nintendo. Um, but that's basically all I've picked up so far. Um, like I say, what I'll do is whenever towards the end of January, I will probably do another one. Now these are only going to be little snippets, like about 20 minutes half an hour if that you know um just basically talking about the games that i've bought um i'm then going to probably do next month um once i've picked up some um i'll probably have a game of the month because i haven't actually played any of these i'm going to say the super mario 3 at the minute is going to be my game of the month because obviously it's mario 3 i've played it on my switch i've played it on my 3ds lately i'm going to play it on my NES as well so how can you not like mario especially mario 3 it's just an absolute gem of a game to play so yeah um if you're out and about you see nintendo games let me know if you picked any up um you can email me vento316 at gmail.com vento316 on twitter you can search for operation retroshock on facebook send a message there retroshock pod on twitter our dms are open if there's any games you'd like me to talk more in depth about then let me know or what's the game that you remember playing on the NES from your childhood um, I know some people played more Master System than they did with this but after watching The Wizard as well I was talking to my good friend Robbie about that and uh, seeing Mario 3 played um, that was the first time I'd actually seen Mario 3 was on that movie obviously you didn't have the internet back then so you didn't have any spoilers or anything like that but it's just nice to see that game that I remember from my childhood coming back into the forefront now especially with so many um, people on the switch with the online membership getting able to play it so yeah that's going to conclude the first episode now no doubt this is going to be operation retroshock episode insert episode number here and then the, the episode one of this because alan is such a um he loves his numbers and if this gives him another retroshock episode then so be it but for the sake of i just wanted to do something um podcast wise just get back in the groove of it before Alan and I start recording again in the new year so hope you all had a good Christmas and hope you all had a good New Year's because this will probably come out after New Year's and uh, yeah enjoy me on my Nintendo Quest um, and 
come back next month to see what titles I've picked up. So thank you very much for listening, and until the next one.